Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Kazuma Kabori, young Kiwi golfer, turned pro yep. only late last year, and he's just gone back-to-back back on the pro circuit in Australia. How good is the New Zealand golf scene at the moment, uh, the talent that we have coming through? We thought we needed to go to the so source good. and find out. So uh, from New Zealand Golf National Coach, Jay Carter joins us. Morning, Jay. How are you doing? Good, thanks, mate. Thanks for having me on. Uh, mate, our pleasure. Our pleasure, mate. You must be absolutely fizzing, you know, watching Kazuma go around and, and do what he's doing at the moment. Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, that's, uh, you know, he's so new to it. To, to win twice that early in his career is pretty impressive. And um, but, I mean, the other cool thing was there were plenty of young Kiwis playing in that event. Uh, Amelia yeah. Garvey and Fiona Zhu both playing and both doing really well. And then, you know, just clock on this, uh, yesterday morning and watch Lydia almost get it done and, and get into the Hall of Fame. Sam Jones playing on the DP World Tour in his mm. first year as a pro. Like, there's some pretty cool stuff going on. It must be a, an easy job for you, Jay Carter. Is your job complete? When you look at all the golfers that are playing around the globe and getting results, what does that say about the work that you've been done? Are you constantly in contact with a lot of these players? And once they're on their journey, once they crack it to the to the biggest time, is that for you time for you to sit back and and just let them let their journey unfold? <laughs> I'm not sure how much <laughs> I've had to do with it, mate. Um, but uh, look, it's certainly cool, and I do keep in touch with all of them. I think for you know, yep. they're incredibly talented. I think in many ways, it's just about getting out of their way and trying to help them um, do what they, they do and remove some of those distractions. When it comes to, I was chatting with Kazuma yesterday and the amount of messages he's got and people, like I had three messages from people in Aussie reaching out to see if they can caddy for him, so I can only imagine what he's getting. <laughs> um, but it's pretty cool. I mean, they, all the players, as you know, it's a hard sport and they work bloody hard. Um, so it's cool to see the, the um, results come through. How and what are we able, why are we having a, a golden period in New Zealand golf at the moment, mate? Is there anything that you can pinpoint it to, Jay? Um, I think you can't look past the influence that Lydia has had um, and the flow on effects of that and Foxy. I think when yep. you see, for a lot of our young players growing up, um, if you think about New Zealand's history, you've got Greg Turner, Grant Waite, Frank Novello and Craig Perks, all pretty successful. And they all played for New Zealand in the same three-year period. And then the next little wave came through of Michael Campbell, Philip Tatarangi, Mark Brown, Steve Alka. Again, they all played for New Zealand in that same, a different three-year period, but the same as each other. 
And then recently we've had Lydia Foxy, Danny Lee. Um, so I think you have these cycles when it comes through, but mm. what I reckon is Phil and Michael and Brownie and Steve Alka would have grown up watching Frank Nobolo and Greg Turner. So they see real people doing it in front of their eyes that they know. And I think that plays a big part of it. So Foxy's awesome. When he comes back, he connects with our young players and they see that, and Dan Hilly is the same, you know, they see that he's just yeah. two arms, two legs, and you can make it from New Zealand. So I think that plays a part. Do you think that, uh, I mean, I was going to ask you about the Eisenhower team from the early 90s and, you know, and if this is the best sort of batch we've had since then. Um, but, you know, I guess on that, you know, you talk about Foxy as well. Um, he, he just seems that much, and Lydia, they, they just seem that much more visible than maybe, you know, the, the, the Greek Turners and the Frank Nobolos were because of TV coverage and also how easy it was to come and go in the tournaments that we have here or around about. Yeah, I think the TV coverage is, is massive. And I think the profile of golf, and I mean, when I started playing golf, I didn't tell anyone I played. It wasn't that cool to play. Like, I just carried on playing cricket so that no one beat me up at school. But um, <laughs> nowadays, there's plenty of cool guys that play golf and to make it a bit cool. So um, it's often, it's people's second sport. You know, a lot of people, a lot of good sports people choose golf as their other sport to keep their competitive juices flowing. And I think that helps. I mean, since COVID, it's had a hell of a boom. Some really good leadership, I think, at Golf New Zealand's help as well. Yeah, I saw some reading when they um, they released the number of memberships around the country. I think it's over 180,000 members are part of golf clubs. So golf is absolutely flying. You're dead right. When you've got role models and people that are, are representing your sport, that are cool, that are open, that are transparent, that they, they are very inclusive and approachable, well, it helps. It grows the game. And, and speaking of people growing the game, like the New Zealand golfers at the moment are all about growing the game. They're open to answering interviews a bit like yourself and being a part of uh, of the media coverage out there in the in the public. Kazuma Kabori, mate, can you tell us a bit about him? I've seen him rolling around the Pegasus Golf Club every now and then, say g'day to him, bump into him. He's very quiet. Like um, He's only, what, a couple of wins away from securing his European tour card. Yeah, he's not far away at all. Um, mm. And I mean, he won, I don't know if you remember, but late last year, maybe his second event out, he, he had a six-shot lead going into the last yeah. last round and he, uh, mm. he didn't get it done. But I think just you know that learning being in contention, he's mentally, he's mentally tough. He's a strong little dude. He works really hard. His putting is outstanding. He'd be the best putter I've ever seen. And But underrated as well as his ball tracking because... As you know, as you've seen him, he's only a little guy. Like, you'd hit your four-iron yep. probably as far as his driver. Um, <laughs> but he just never misses. He's so clinical. And I think um, he played with a guy um, in, in the Eisenhower last year. He played with a um, South African dude who's number one in the world and six foot eight. And on one hole, Kazuma lasered him. This guy hit his drive 120 metres past Kazuma. But he loves that challenge. And so he's up for it. Like, he got his laser out to see how far behind the guy was, but he ended up winning the individual at the eyes now, the first person since, or first Kiwi since Phil Tassadangi to do that. So I think he thrives on that challenge, you know, when he doesn't hit it as far as everyone. I think he takes pleasure in giving them a hiding, even though they hit it further. You got you've alluded to a couple of names: Millie Garvey, you got Lydia Ko, you got Sam Jones. There's another name, Zach Swanick, who I got to uh, talk to a couple of times down here in, in Christchurch. Well, he started the Aussie Open relatively well and then fell away a little bit. Zach Swanick is going to go over to college in the United States at, in Florida. 
Are you still going to be in contact with young Zach? And what's on the horizon for him, mate? Can you see a big future for, for young Zachy? Yeah, definitely. He's uh, he is a beast. He's an immense talent. Um, mm. there's, and, and again, we've got this little wave of about Zach's age. Um, you know, there's probably half a dozen young boys who feed off each other, but Zach's exceptional. He's won the New Zealand under-19s last two years. He won the Aussie, Aussie under-18s last year. Just uh, was in Melbourne with him a couple of weeks ago, and he was maybe fourth at the Australian Amateur. He's still only 17. Um, really good background, good family. His dad was um, played softball for New Zealand, and um, yeah, Zach's just got tons of talent. It's so cool to watch him. It's definitely a name to keep an eye on. Yeah, and on Sam Jones as well. I know uh, he and Dan Hillier were both uh, both made to cut uh, over the weekend in the Rasal Kaham uh, Championship. Um, Hillier, I think, finished about twenty third. Uh, but uh, Sam Jones, how do you th- how do you think he's going? Because I I noticed he was in contention all the way through, and then he blew out. He had a five over fourth round, so he ended up slipping to tied for sixty eighth. But how do you how are you tracking his progress? Yeah, he's um, he's doing amazingly and to achieve what he's achieved to get through the qualifying like I don't know over 5,000 people would have started that qualifying school and it ends up with five people getting their cars or something stupid so um, you know pretty impressive to do what he's done I think that uh, he did the same at the Australian Open which is also a DP World Tour event where he was really good after three rounds and maybe not quite put the final round away Um, and that's always the hardest thing isn't it it's just the pressure of you know like he's a year ago, he was probably sitting on the couch watching these players, dreaming about how good they were, and, and now he's teeing it up with them on a Sunday. Um, and, the, and there's all the stuff that goes, you know, you've got to earn enough money to keep your card. and um, So there's a whole lot of pressure and stuff that probably he's not used to yet. I think he will. He's a really smart, smart, um, smart guy and, and hell of a competitor. So I think he'll get used to that. But it's one of those things you just... You can't practice for that level of pressure. You just have to get in amongst it and get comfortable with it. I mean, Foxy still talks about, you know, getting nervous and under the pressure and um, golf's one of those sports where, I don't know what the win percentage of the average tour golfer is, but probably around 1%. So um, just for Sam, I think it's just becoming more comfortable playing with guys who he's looked up to. Well, you spoke about pressure and the mental side of the game. I know you're doing a bit of work uh, in that area with celebrated sports psychologist and friend David Goldbraith. Are you able to talk about the the stuff that you're doing and with the golfers? Are you getting up there one-on-one and, and doing seminars and, and little bits of work? And I know you work with Wayne Smith as well. Um, yeah, look, I just try and learn as much from guys like DG and, and Smithy. I think Smithy could coach the New Zealand team better than I do. As you could probably agree, um, <laughs> I think it's all it's all the same stuff, isn't it? it doesn't matter what the sport, um, but I think the the bit that um, David works really hard on is um, players' identity and um, where they come from, and you know, having a real sense of purpose, probably bigger than just hitting better shots and what they're trying to achieve out of the game. I certainly leave that, but. Uh, to those experts, mate, I don't, uh, I don't delve too much into that. But I think it's a, I mean, it's an important part of every sport, isn't it? But I think particularly golf, those top two inches are, are critical. Mate, well, we know in a couple of weeks' time, I think it's 29 days, in fact, the New Zealand Golf Open, the 103rd will take place down in Queenstown. And Stephen Alka is coming back. And Stephen Alka, well, is filling his bank up 
<laughs> with a whole lot of cash. He's winning everything at the moment. He's going. He's on an absolute heater. Stephen Alka, do you keep in contact with him? And how impressed have you been by Stephen Alka, a guy that was a journeyman on the PGA Tour, is now winning plenty and getting some success? Yeah, um, I keep in contact with him a little bit. He's been an awesome um, mm. resource. And I think one of the cool things to think about him is you say he was a journeyman. But his standards haven't dropped, and I mean, what he obviously is fifty, early fifties now, because he's playing on that tour. But you know, he's had thirty years of really high standards. He hasn't just come out of the woodwork yep. when he's fifty and decided to play a bit more golf. His work ethic, like he would, he would be hitting the ball as far as he's ever hit it in his life. He's, he'd be as fit as he's ever been. He works really hard, um, and I think that's impressive to do that for thirty years. You know, and and not really. I mean, he's had a pretty good career. But mm. um, as you say, just filling his bank. But it's cool to see. And and the other thing was, again, with Steve, I think we're lucky in golf. So many of these guys really keen to give back and and help the young players coming through because they know how hard it is. So he's been um, he's been an awesome resource, and it'll be cool to see, cool to see how um, he keeps on going. What what do you think he was? He's able to have the success now, comparing it back to probably when he was on the PGA Tour. Do you feel like? He's made any changes to his game? You just spoke about his strength. Is he hitting it better than he's ever hit it? Yeah, like he was known uh, as a as a young player. He was known for a short game, not hitting the ball overly long mm. for the you know relative to the level that he was playing. But um, I think without putting too fine a point on it, he's competing with guys who were over fifty. So they're not yeah. you know not as fit as they were, and so his length and they've probably, made all their cash. <laughs> you know, they've made all their cash. Um, so his length probably isn't a massive disadvantage as it was on the PGA Tour when he's playing against 27-year-olds who can hit at 300. So now, you know, the skills that he's got around his accuracy come to fruition because not many of those senior guys bomb it. So he's probably one of the longer guys now, um, and he's got all the other skills to go with it. All right, Jay, I know you gave me a putting lesson down uh, up there in Rimuera. I want to tell you right now, I'm putting better than I've ever putted before. And you know who I am? I'm using my wife's putter. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for those tips, mate. I'm, I'm not sure I told you to use your wife's putter, but I'll claim it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Joe, I know it's, it might be drawing a bit of a long bow here, but, uh, you know, the Ryder Cup gets plenty of attention. Uh, but just talking about this generation of players we've got coming through that we've been talking about, and the fact that you've got Foxy there, uh, you've got the likes of Cam Smith uh, tearing it up for Aussie, you've got guys like uh, Louis Oosthuizen and Charles Schwarzel. I mean, do you see that the, the President's Cup getting tighter, getting more competitive in the next sort of 10 years? Yeah, I definitely do. Um, the Yeah, the challenge will be, um, I guess, the US and the US PGA Tour pretty much. Run, run golf now in the world. So it'll be just a matter of um, the exposure. And with live golf, it'll be interesting to see what happens there and and that merger because a lot of those names that you mentioned, obviously, are playing live and whether they can, you know, whether they they can play. So, um, but it, I mean, it must be cool for those guys to play in those teams events. I know Foxy was probably unlucky to miss out on the Presidents Cup last time, but I think he's pretty he's going pretty well to um, make the team this time. Yeah, yeah, I think so, mate. I think so. Maybe you should have a word to Sam Jones, actually. If he, he goes so well into the third round, maybe you should switch to live, because don't they only play three? He'd yeah. be, 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 be cashed up. <laughs> I'll pass that on. <laughs> Jay, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Always thanks, good to Jay. chat to you. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, Jay.
No worries. Thanks, guys. Cheers. There we go. Uh, Jay Carter, uh, the uh, coach, or well, the national coach for New Zealand golf. Uh, is it, you're, getting, you're getting lessons from the, the, the big Yeah. Man. Yeah, he gave me a lesson in Auckland, and he got the track man out, and we put it on the putting green, and and it was um, following my putting path. And basically, I was putting with an open um, face, and that's why I kept pushing the ball right. So, gave me a few tips with my with my arms, my eyes. You know, I like everything when you go to hit the cricket ball, go hit the hit anything. You look up really quick. Well, that's what I was doing. I was looking up to try and see if the ball was going in the hole. So just trying to hold my pose and stay still and and keep my putting path um, pretty pretty centred. So keep your head down. it helped. Keep your head helped down. Helped a lot, man. Yeah. A couple of little tips, and I've started to putt way better than I used to. I'm still a shocking putter, but I'm getting better.